Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, good morning. What's happening with Uganda and Sudan? Sudan, of course, in the middle of what really looks like a civil war. And then Uganda, their president, Museveni, what's he been doing? Stephen, what happened yesterday is that uh, General Abdullah Fattah al-Buran sent his um, deputy chairman of the uh, Sovereign Council, uh, Malik Agar, to send a message to uh, President Museveni uh, about uh, their intention to have the peace talks actually with Dagalu. Remember that Museveni hosted uh, President, Dag- I mean, General Dagalu uh, last year, 2023, including President uh, uh, South Africa also, uh, Cyril Ramaphosa also welcomed Tagalo. Now the meeting of yesterday uh, with Malik Aga as an envoy to General, I mean to General Abdullah Fata was all about to say we, we I mean there's a need for them uh, Stephen to hold peaceful elections. There's a need for them to deal with the conflict that is in the northern part and also the crisis that is in the Darfur region. So it was an important meeting of minds. And hence I said, uh, Malik Agar was the one who was sent to engage this uh, message to President Museveni. And then the Senegalese outgoing President, Macky Sall, he says his mandate will end on the 2nd of April, but he wants a national dialogue. Stephen, that national dialogue is slated for next week, Monday and Tuesday. And yesterday he had a State of the Nation address with the Senegalese to say that uh, indeed he will want to leave office without uh, violence and death that is currently going on in Dakar. Uh, And at the same time, Stephen saying that for the uh, meaning, he's giving way to the ruling that came out to say that their delayed elections for end of the year is not justified. So it was important for him yesterday to engage with the Senegalese on the national TV and to come up with this national dialogue. He said that is the only space where they can agree on the new election date, Stephen. He did not yesterday pronounce the new date of elections, but he said that let's allow the national dialogue to take place first and then they will come up with a date. And then Nigeria's former head of state, Yakubi Gowan, he says that uh, the countries that are facing sanctions because they've had coups, those sanctions must be lifted. Stephen, here we are talking about one of the uh, surviving, the last surviving members or the founding fathers of ECOWAS, uh, an 89-year-old who ruled Nigeria between 1966 and 1975. One can say is the last living witness of the creation of ECOWAS, which now become ECOIS, with the um, um, uh, moving away of three African countries that we have been mentioning uh, for the past uh, month. Now, Stephen would say Mali, I mean, Wagaduku, Niger, that they've pulled out of ECOWAS. Now he's raising these challenges that he's facing ECOWAS to say, but lift sanctions and just give them a leeway to exist as well. But also he was concerned about the crisis that is in Senegal, raising that challenge. So one can see, Stephen, that ECOWAS is having an emergency meeting over this weekend, hence this message coming from Yakubu Gowan as one of the founding members, I mean, founding fathers of ECOWAS. And then in Kenya, they are waiving entry fees for passport holders from South Africa. Stephen, this is part of Africa continental free trade, by the way, it's part of a boosting tourism, what we call the diplomacy, tourism, and uh, attracting business travelers. Now, it's not only South Africa, Stephen, that, uh, I mean, is uh, benefiting from this exemption coming from William Ruto. It, it will include Ethiopia, Eritrea, Congo, Brazzaville, Comoros, 
and Mozambique and a small, uh, Euro, I mean, European nation known as San Marino, it will be on the exemption list. Now, as I said, Stephen, Kenya, it is important for them to do this because William Ruto has to deal with the challenges that Kenya is facing post Uru Kenyatta's presidency. But finally, Stephen, for those traveling, they will still have to get that electronic travel authorization, which is valid for 90 days. But at least there's a wave for the entry fees for uh, those who are holding the passports from South Africa, Ethiopia, Eritrea, Congo, Brazzaville, Comoros, and Mozambique. And then in our archives, this day, 23rd of February, 1981. This is quite something. Very important, even 43 years ago, the then apartheid government said that uh, they are counting on the support of the West, particularly USA, and uh, they were saying that there's no way Russia will put an end for them to do their cross-border raids. Those cross-border raids was to attack the liberation movements, uh, particularly the ANC bases in Mozambique. You will recall the 1981, the Matolo uh, raid that happened in 1981, the Maseru raid, and many raids that have been happening across the Sadek region coming from the then apartheid government. But PW Botta insisting that uh, Russia will never stop them from attacking at this military basis. Asante Sana SG is still leading the conversation, SAFM. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, thank you so much. Have a good weekend. Chat again on Monday. More news from our continent through the day.